0: Everyone, welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur, a Hey Alicia podcast. You can subscribe and listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Hello, 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 everyone! Welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur, a Hey Alicia podcast. We are super excited to have you here. It is season two. Woo-woo! Woo-woo. Our first episode of the new season. Um, thank you all for journey joining me on the journey of uh, of season one. It's been amazing. We spoke to so many fantastic people. Talked about all different types of things. So this season, it's going to be the same thing. And I'm super excited to. Bring Bring on our first host of this season, Miss Adriana. What's up? What's
1: up? What's <laughs> up?
0: <laughs> so, back, y'all. <laughs> back y'all. Your fave duo. Okay. <laughs> so Adriana actually, um, was a special guest last season in the first episode of Chit Chat Connoisseur and we talked about love life during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I always give this disclosure. Adriana and I are sorority sisters from college. We've known each other for a thousand years and been through it. Million. <laughs> <laughs> been through it. We've partied together. We've cried together. We've laughed together. We've done a lot of things together. So for her sure. and I just have a vibe. So this week, we wanted to bring you, um, an episode about what is going on in 2021 for the culture. What's going on in right. the world? I feel like it's a geez, lot. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. And like, we're in, what are we in March? And it's just like, yeah. we had Gorilla Glue girl. Like, I mean, there's just so much, oh my happening. <laughs> there's just so much happening. It's just too much. Right. Um, so my first thing, actually, I was thinking about it. So I was one of those Spotify snobs. And okay. like, I was a, I feel like I'm going to get judged and canceled. For Why? But no, because I was a Pandora, like only person for so many years. And everybody's like, Alicia, Pandora is so garbage. <laughs> I mean, Pandora is like, I know it's still a thing, but like, it's not really a it's, thing. No, it's Pandora is like when you're working and you have it on in the background in the office. Like, right. Yes. You know, it's put on like Ashanti radio. <laughs> You know,
1: you just, you put on, you know, Jay-Z radio. Jay-Z. That's not something or that I'm going to be like, let me go to Pandora. Like, I don't know.
0: It's just not. So I was such a like, oh my God, no, but Pandora and people are like, girl, get on Spotify. And I was like, oh my gosh, why am I? And then I got Spotify and I was like, take Wait, my money. Did, when did you join Spotify? So I had a free account. I probably for years. Okay. And then in during quarantine, I was like, let me upgrade. Let me upgrade. Let me pay for it. I've paying I'm for just...
1: Spotify. I think Spotify, other than like Netflix, is one of the f- first subscriptions I've had. I've had Spotify for years. years.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm tripping so because I, I said, now I'm on Spotify clearly. and I'm like, what the, like there's, to me, I feel, I think that the music, I don't know what it's called, but I would guess that the UI of it, like uh-huh. the user intelligence or yeah. whatever, um, of the actual platform is so much better than Pandora or Apple because it really picks up great recommendations based mm. off of what you liked and what you've listened to. Like yeah it's great like I'm so excited I put stuff on I'm like I've never heard this before yeah. I actually heard please hold this new song called fat is that what it's called have my you heard name. it before I don't oh think my god, so please oh god I have to find it and get back to you on this one but it's okay. actually really good I was like at first it showed up and I'm like who the hell is this person oh I'm not fat Alicia I'm a mess it's called eat by mm. Toby I want to say it right Nigewe maybe. Okay. It's like a I, I don't know, but all Afrobeats? I know is it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Vibes, right? It's a vibe anyway. And just as a shameless plug, this podcast is on Spotify. So <laughs> we're yes. on anchor Spotify and Apple podcasts. And I think that's an Amazon podcast too. So that's where we're at right now. But anyway, that's my Random Spotify plug. So there it is. There okay, we are. Yeah. Well, welcome to the family. Um, Spotify's great. Yeah, Spotify's fantastic. So anyway, so we're talking about the culture. We are talking about 2021, um, and just it, it just seems like January. It just it's not stopping. But I do feel like the things that are happening are n- other than January and like the insurrection, all that madness. Other than that, I feel like what's been happening in the news and stuff is not as heavy as last year. I feel like last year was like heavy, 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 heavy. I feel like this year's kind of like lightening right. up. And stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like stupid. I'm like, and I'm so invested because it helps to not focus on the heavy. So. Right. That's and how we, I feel. There's
1: a lot of pop culture stuff going on right now. Um, as I talked about the last time I was here, I have a podcast and we focus on TV and pop culture. So every week we're talking about all the new pot, pop culture news and, Mm -hmm. you know, this this is like my wheelhouse so like let's this is to- your jam I'm this- totally down to like get into the nitty-gritty of what all the celebs are doing with their <laughs> foolishness because it exactly. really is just pure foolishness
0: it's foolishness but we are so invested because I'm like I'm this past year has been I cannot so you know let's get well the first thing because it's foolishness they're not even my family but listen I love the tea so let's talk about the royal
1: family, family. let's this just is- this is what everyone has been talking about and clearly Mm -hmm. like CNN has like Mrs. Trump because they have focused on this so heavily for the past week like every single day like my mom like love like she lives on CNN and every time I walk into the kitchen it's like CNN is talking about the royal family and (laughs) and Harry and I'm just like damn they have nothing else to talk about like we're still in a pandemic like
0: (laughs) (laughs) COVID's still a thing
1: yes and they're focused on Meghan and Harry so Everyone on the planet right now is talking about them and the interview with Oprah and Mm. all of the nitty gritty. Tell me your thoughts. Okay, so I covered this this week on my podcast, and okay. I had a lot of thoughts. What we spoke about mostly, we we really focused on like the mental health aspect that yes. Megan brought forward. You know, she says that she was in a really dark place, that she was suicidal for a time, where she couldn't leave the house, didn't have her keys. You know, really had lost herself in the marriage and the family and the tabloid fodder around her and she had lost her identity and she had really lost her ability to cope with everything that was happening around her. Mm -hmm. Um, And that led to them leaving the Royal family, stepping back from their duties and then having to basically flee to Canada and then to the U S. Right. And from a mental health standpoint, I felt for her. Like I cried watching the interview.
0: Like it must be so
1: hard to, you know, be in a new family be in a new marriage, be in a new relationship and feel like everyone has, is conspiring against you, has Mm -hmm. left you out to dry and you have nowhere to turn to. You go to people for help and they cannot like, assist no you. No one is
0: helping, Yeah, Like,
1: you can't even jump on a telehealth
0: call. Like, damn, like, <laughs> get me an appointment. Not like, telehealth, but telehealth you know, works. Telehealth right, works. Right. Like, but I get what you're saying. Like, she had no, other than, I'm sure, close friends and family and Harry, it, Prince Harry, she has no one to talk to. And in those situations, it's, you have to, you need help. And it, it's something that she had said In the interview, for those of you who haven't watched, please check it out. I think it's streaming on like CBS, CBS. Live. CBS (laughs) presents Oprah, Megan, and Harry. (laughs) exactly so there's cbs so you could check it out there or if you taped it if it's on demand but it for me i was kind of like that's hard because she said imagine you you it takes a lot to ask for help and get to a point where you realize that you need help Mm -hmm. and then when you ask for it and you don't get it and you're just constantly told like oh no it's gonna be whatever that must be heartbreaking because you're like it took me it's so long to even get to this place where I realized that I needed the help and then to ask for it is, is a second step and then to be told no. So cha I just, I, and then like knowing that she went through um, a lot of those thoughts when she was pregnant, like, I mean, it. This too much.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's something she didn't really talk about. Um, But, you know, being postpartum, like it could have been mm. hormonal things. Like it could have, it really could have been just, not even the fact that she couldn't deal with the negative press or the negativity within the family or just trouble navigating the situations that she was put in, but she was pregnant and Mm -hmm. it was hormonal and your, your emotions are out of balance at that time. And that's totally normal. That's nothing to be ashamed of, but for her not to have assistance with that is really troubling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have to think of the rest of the family. Like, do they all just suffer in silence? And we see a a bit of that play out on the crown. And we have we know it's not 100% accurate. We know that we- It's loose. It's It's loose. You know, it's loosely based on what we know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that they've been able to capture that on the show about that family. um, And then we see it being retold now with Megan. It's just very interesting. I- I felt for her, for sure.
0: I totally felt for her. And just, you know, as an, an, an obvious aside, I am like team Meghan Markle all the way. Like we are Duchess all the way over here. So for me, I you know, yes, the mental health was a big part of it. And to me, that was a very important piece of it. But then you got to talk about the racism that's like in the royal family. So also, Adriana and I both come from Jamaican backgrounds we come mm-hmm. from Jamaican families mm-hmm. and obviously Jamaica was in British rule um until the 60s so yeah. you know I grew up like I learned God save the Queen and like you know right. there's certain things that we associate with England mm-hmm. and the Queen and we hold the royal family in such high regard I mean mm-hmm. I remember when Princess Diana died my mom was like devastated, devastated. and we like woke up early to watch her the way my mom <laughs>
1: cried like I was like yes. oh my God, the princess Died like, yeah. like, I was like, a kid. I vividly remember the morning our yes. neighbor broke through the door. She was like, "The princess has died," and my mother and my aunt were holding each other. And yes, we, and I was just
0: like, "It was is dead." <laughs> like it was so intense, yeah. and I just like the love that people have for Diana because, hello, the people's princess. And just like again, growing up the way that we did, like the royal family is the royal family, and I think. For me, it's like, you know that they're racist. I mean, let's just be real. And then again, the crown is loosely based off of the truth. But even Prince Harry admitted in a recent interview that it, I mean, there's some truth to it, right? Right. So you're a lot of it when you see these things with Meghan and with Harry and now Archie, who's the first, again, like person of color born child of color born into this family and the security got removed from him he doesn't have a prince title and it's so funny because for so long they made it seem like that was a decision by Meghan and Harry and Mm -hmm. then now you see Meghan and Harry being like absolutely not that's not what happened like they literally declared this new like decree after like a thousand years of having the same you know uh for the same uh protocol they changed it Yeah. With the first child of color in the royal family. I mean. That
1: is the part of this that for me, I was like, oh, oh, we're going to (laughs) break protocol because he's black. Because he's black. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always think, like, I operate under the assumption that, like, all white people are racist until, (laughs) like, proven otherwise. Like, I just (laughs) feel (laughs) <laughs> and it's not like a, and I don't say that in a bad way. I just no, feel like it's just, it's, there's like an inherent, like, you know, just bias thing. that they, that they hold as a people. And mm-hmm. so I think for them as the Royal family, for their history of colonialism and mm-hmm. just rule over other countries and other people, um, like, yeah, there, there will uh, there was obviously going to be a bit of that. I think it was naive to think otherwise. I think it's very interesting that we're hearing about it. I was mm-hmm. actually shocked that they told they were so candid about it. Yes. Um. But I think for, okay, so this is, this is something I didn't really explore on my podcast, but I've like re-listened to the episode and I sat back and I thought about it some more
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I just, The way that you just said, like, we hold the royal family in such high regard. Mm -hmm. One thing that I didn't really understand about Meghan is that she really went into the situation quite ignorant. And And naive. Mm -hmm. And naive. And that is what I don't understand. Like, this is a... I think she's like 35. So this is mm-hmm. a 35-year-old woman. This is not a young girl that gets plucked out of college, out of her dorm room that has fallen in love with her. Like princess. Diana.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
1: this is a accomplished professional woman of the world. And she entered into this situation not really doing any homework on what who these people are and what the protocol was. And I mm-hmm. think she went in there with a very... I, I don't want to say, well, yeah, she went in there like a true American, just yeah. brazen and ignorant. And nice. she didn't really understand what she was getting herself into. I think so. And I think that was like her biggest, like misstep.
0: I think like, she sure. should have done
1: her Googles. Like done she her- should-
0: <laughs> and it's funny you bring up that point, I think I and I do think you're right I think for her it was probably like I love this man I don't want to get caught up in the fodder I'm just going to go into this like, it, you know it's about Harry and you know all the other stuff will it comes second, and I think you're right I think that that was a misstep for her, I think that um maybe in some way she thought being she could be a trailblazer in some ways because it's like they love each other and now they want to get married and they'll Mm -hmm. have kids and Mm -hmm. it'll be like it'll be a trailblazing moment and that just did not happen I mean it happened for some of us for in terms of representation but it just didn't happen I think the way that maybe she thought it would and I think that would have come I think that would have come with doing homework to know you know about some of the family and about the history and about the royal family and I mean they have ties to like Nazis for Christ's sake like if you like really look at it you know what I mean like and obviously back then not now but I I think knowing a little bit about that might have been a smart idea I
1: think so too I think, I think even as far as like, she's getting in the car and they're going to meet the ground, the queen for the first time. And she doesn't know how to curse Like Mm -hmm. to me, it's like, she didn't really understand. She she compared them in her mind to celebrities. And I just think like how ignorant of you to, to, to do
0: that. Like, yeah, well, I think I do think though, like you said it perfectly earlier that that's a very American thing. Yeah, and I think again, we come—we're we we're first generation, but we come from a, a Caribbean background where it's like yes. that is the queen. queen. Like, of course you know how to curtsy. Of course you know how to do all these things. So right. I think you that's know, what it was. We
1: think of royalty as something different, and I just think it's just—it was just so American of her to go in there feeling like, oh, but it's your grandma. Like, <laughs> no, bitch.
0: <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. wrong. No idea where you are. (laughs) Even now, I'm like, they're so racist, but I'm still currency for the queen. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's the queen. Yeah. I there's just there's a level, I think
1: there's like a magnitude of of who they are and what they represent. And the fact that they're not just a family, but they are an entity and a symbol and Mm -hmm. um, you know, just all those things for the country and for the world, um on a larger scale um mm-hmm. that I just I just can't really understand how she was so brazen about you that you can't I was like, like wrap your head around it like I actually can't I can't reconcile it I'm just like you're a dummy <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. really can't I just I don't know I just feel like huh what do you mean you didn't realize who you were meaning like you didn't realize the fan like it's like when you know you start to date a guy with like money or power status or comes from like a different social class from you here in the us
0: mm-hmm. and you're
1: like okay like you're gonna go have dinner with his family you're like all right like these people are di- different from like maybe where i come from so let me like you know do whatever i need to do to make sure that i'm not like the oddball out
0: yeah you want because you want to be accepted in. and you want to like be a part i agree i right agree. yeah i and i just, I just I, I don't know if she did that. I don't think so. I think she went into it like a true American and was like, it's going to be great. We're meeting your grandma for tea. It's going to, you know, I just, I, and I think, again, it shows the difference, which it, it's probably a whole other podcast topic of like first generation children in this or Americans in this country and mm-hmm. our ideologies and like Americans you know what I mean because yes. we just see stuff a little bit differently not yes. better not worse but we uh-huh. just see things differently than other people because I'm sure a lot of Americans are like who the hell cares about the queen but we're like oh my god stop it's the royal no. family like what are right. you saying?" although Charles and camilla trash they've always been trash trash. i have no regard for i don't he's gonna be king soon and i literally don't care like i just
1: don't honestly (laughs) like charles is probably the worst person in that family
0: he is awful he is awful i cannot stand him
1: um and it's funny i was actually talking to my aunt about this last night and she was saying you know this is why our parents have such a um How did she phrase it? She said, this is why our parents stress dating people and marrying people that are equally yoked, that come from your same background, that that know your lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. this is just a clear example of somebody getting with somebody that is not from your hood (laughs) and it being, you know, and it causing issues. I think in the part of the interview where she talked about the fact that the, the conversations about Archie's race, about Archie's titles, about his security, those were not conversations that she was privy to. She they were. She was not included in them. Yeah. And they really treated her like an outsider. I think they welcomed her with open arms, wanted her to feel comfortable, but they did keep her at a, a distance um, mm-hmm. because she, they really treated her like you are not one of us and we will treat you as such. And I think that had a lot to do with wh- her like mental breakdown. Of course. Cause that it's like the rejection. It's just, it's yes. a lot.
0: Yes. I and
1: you know, she wasn't included in any of those conversations. And I thought that was really interesting. But the more I think about it, it's like, no, they treated you like an outsider because it's clear that you were, and they, you weren't really going to ever be accepted into the inner circle
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, although I agree with you, we all, we both know that that's wrong, that they shouldn't have treated her that way and that it's messed up, but that's kind of just, that's unfortunately, that's what this family is. And I think that it was on a larger scale with her because she's black and it was just like for sure you are really not one of us you really are an outsider like there's not even any sort of like wiggle room that we're gonna give you and I think that they missed I think Harry said that they missed a really he I think he said that on the interview he might have said like they missed a really great opportunity because that would have been something to bring them into the modern era and to Mm -hmm. connect the royal family with the modern times and more progressive agendas and outlooks and you know whatever so completely agree they they totally they dropped the ball on that one but at the same time I do agree that she came into it a little blind and probably didn't do her homework but nonetheless screw all those people (laughs) we stand for sure over here but I agree that I think she just didn't come into it doing her homework now we have some new administrations though and not a royal family <laughs> mm-hmm. in the United States of America so did you watch the inauguration my friend of, of, of course, Joseph was, Robinette Biden Jr. and Colin I was Harris?
1: at work that day and I was like um <laughs> boss man like I'm a I'm gonna need a couple hours because like <laughs> things happening over on CNN and I gotta put this on I the gotta watch screen. like I literally turned on the tv in the office and was like yeah
0: <laughs> like we're okay. done for the day yeah yeah um
1: no of course I loved I'm it, it was so not a excited. political event it was a fashion event. Um yeah I was hunty. here for the fashion I was here for the looks I thought everybody served and slayed sure. and I was just like very excited that you know someone it's a who new did it, day some yeah it was just <laughs> a new day
0: it was like fashion. It was everybody looked happy. I was a little scared at first because of all the craziness that had happened like prior. But I was like, you know what? Lord, we gonna make it through this day today. And we did, we have a new administration. We have a new president. We have a new vice president. We have a new cabinet. We have, I mean, it's just like, praise be. So Blessed be the fruit. Like I just, <laughs> I cannot, like, I'm so happy. Like, i just like, give me all the, the news so I can like breathe again. I haven't, I will say that after the, um, the impeachment trial, the last day of the impeachment trial, I have mm-hmm. the, I have not watched the news at all. Um, yeah. I watched the other night for a presidential address, but I've just completely cut off from the news because I'm like, it's just too much. So Welcome. I, I, yeah, Welcome to so, my life. <laughs> yes, I'm, so I'm like, and you know me, this is like for anybody that knows me, I like live, I, I, funnily enough, growing up, I would watch, you know, when your parents watch, I never mm-hmm. wa- liked local news ever. So that's one thing for like the last probably decade plus, I like literally do not watch local news. I think it's entirely depressing. Um, but national news, especially in the last probably six, seven years, I've watched quite a lot of, um, so for me, it's very hard to not watch, you know, CNN and MSNBC or anything, but I just completely cut myself off. Um, we now have this COVID vaccine rollout, which is amazing, but I, I didn't know if it wasn't for group chats and my friends texting me and finding out information on social media. I would have had no clue, Like I would have no clue how to get yeah. it, where to go. Yeah. 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 So that's I'm, where I am right now. That's so, good. I, yeah.
1: I stopped watching the news last year also. Cause I like in quarantine, I was just like, honestly, like, this is really sucking the life out of me. I really, yes. I'm, yes. you know, I'm a big proponent of like only surrounding yourself with what is like good and healthy. And like, so yeah, the news is not it
0: it's not no it's not and I think the uh, the biggest thing you said it perfectly earlier is that right now they have nothing else to report so like they're reporting little things right now which in some ways is like thank god because we don't have a president doing madness that they need to talk about like something crazy he did or a tweet or something crazy so in some ways it's like that's a good thing that they're talking about stupidity because they don't have anything else but on the other side I'm just like I don't even want to hear any of it so (laughs) I'm just like that's literally where I am right now so I actually but I did find out about the vaccine through some friends so I'm actually I received my first dose of the vaccine um I did my little Moderna my little (laughs) Jolene vaccine um if you didn't know Dolly Parton donated like millions of dollars to the Moderna research and also a black woman black doctor was part of the team um that researched um that particular vaccine and I wanted it because they um They also did trials on a lot of black and brown people, including women. So for Mm. me, that was like, hmm, I like this. I feel it in my soul. So, yeah, I got my first dose. My arm is now functional because it was a little so for a couple of days. Um, But, yeah, I'm just happy. I hope everyone just get the vaccine. Like, I know that it's, you know, people have a lot of, I guess, the, the history of this country, especially when it comes to black people and like, you know, certain things that they you know have given them and we all know the story mm-hmm. behind syphilis and you know mm-hmm. just like all those things but at the same time it's like I'd rather have the vaccine and a little flu-like symptoms than have covid you know or an extreme version of covid got you know yeah. heaven forbid right yeah so i
1: mean it it really is the luck of the draw when it comes to covid so mm-hmm. if you can do something to protect yourself from it Go ahead and do so, and it's not even just about COVID, like when you have it or the severity of it, but there's also long-term side effects mm-hmm. um, that people are dealing with after they have they they recover from it. Um, so that's something to keep in mind, and if you can get the vaccine, absolutely do so. Yeah. Um. But you know, consult a doctor. Um. Depending on your health, like I think everybody. I, I think certain people have like certain exceptions, but you know, for the most part, most people are healthy. And so they can definitely stand to get it.
0: I agree. I agree. I think everybody needs to get it. Go on. I think it's cec.gov. I'll provide some information. I'm like pushing because at this point, I just want to go out to brunch and be lit and be ridiculous and be whatless. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be whatless at brunch. Like that's literally the goal of the vaccine. I was like, yeah, I want my family to be safe. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on. I just want to get to brunch and happy hour and like convene with my peoples. It's been right. too long. It's been right. way too long. Completely. So that's that. Now we talked a little bit about brunch what are some of the things that you want to do after quarantine is over I want to visit
1: my grandparents I have not seen I go to Jamaica twice a year and I have not been able to go since June of 2019 wow wow so I'm just like I need, (laughs) I need, I need the beach. I need, I need my country. Mm -hmm. I need a patty from juicy down the road. And (laughs) you know, like I, like, I just want to hug my grandparents. I just, that's really, that's the first thing I want to do. Um, I actually just renewed my passport. So I'm like waiting for it. Hopefully I get it soon. I
0: just did girl. Well, I just did mine the other day. It literally took like a solid three months. Yeah, like that's solid. What I'm I was like, oh, but I mean, at the same time, I was like, where am I going? But right. it took a while, not the yeah, lie Yeah, so I'm waiting for my passport and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. We out. I'm out, dog. (laughs) I want to get out of. I'm like so over this country. I'm like, anywhere is anyone accepting Americans? Cause I just want to leave. I just want to go to like do a trip to Mexico. I love Mexico. Just like get away, go to like an all-inclusive and just I want resort life. I've been
1: wanting resort life since like last year, March. Like I've just been like dying to be on a beach somewhere yes
0: and have someone like take care of you and bring food and you just don't have to wear it. that's literally what I need in my existence that's what yes. I want that's what yes. I want so well I'll be able to do it the stimulus check that comes out <laughs> because <laughs> the stimmy Stimmy.
1: where's the stimmy where my stimmy
0: at so apparently if you have an online bank you already got it so people woke up this morning they were like excuse me it was already check my
1: bank account
0: well uh, so i saw online that there was an article that i think it's chime and like cash app which oh no i don't have that not that so yeah but i have like a bank bank so yeah (laughs) banks are like you know they take some time but yeah people woke up this morning they were like hello stimulus so we don't take this 1400 i'm not gonna lie to you we're gonna take it it.
1: i'm mad that it's not another 2000 like they were talking about but whatever
0: listen i was like but you know i love me some joe but i was like joe stop it you were like oh no because you already got the 600 i was like stop that is not what you said joseph That's not what you said, Joseph. Like, this (laughs) is my thing with politicians. Like, why are you trying to play us?
1: Why are you trying to play us?
0: (laughs) Like, yeah. But listen, I didn't like that he did that or Congress or whoever the hell. However, I do appreciate all the other stuff that came in that bill. Cause I was actually reading through like the, you know, what's included in the package mm-hmm. and like the extra PP for school, the funding for small businesses for like mm-hmm. rural urban farmers. I mean, yeah. There's like a lot in there that is needed like badly. So I'm like, you know what? That's fine. It, it, it passed. The bill passed. He signed it. People are getting their stimulus checks. Hopefully the world will return to some sort of like normal, um, um, soon I know some people that are already like spending this stimulus money in their head and I'm like can you wait till it clears your bank account <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah I mean I know some people are putting it towards debt um which I mean hey do that too you know what I mean so that's how I feel about the little stimmy now let's get into some meat and potatoes of Adrian and I if you don't know we love the Real Housewives like we could do Real Half-Lives of any city, like... I I don't think any city is bad. Like, I think they might have a bad season or Uh a bad couple episodes or something. Uh But like, I just don't think any city is a bad city. Mm -hmm. So Adriana actually hosts a podcast called TV&T and she hosts Mm -hmm. it with her sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, she talks about, uh, I mean, a lot of different, um, you know, what's on TV and different movies, but she also talks about The Real Housewives. I know your sister doesn't watch it as much. So I mean, this is is where you get to like vent about- (laughs) (laughs) we got to talk about it it.
1: let's do it I mean every week we have like our catch-ups after the episodes and we're like in each other's voice notes like did you see this what do you think about that this is how (laughs) I feel about that
0: literally Um, and I know my friends are so sick of me with the housewives but I mean guys it's just gold and honestly it's better than watching the news so get out of my face so whatever (laughs) so the first thing let's talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. How do you feel? Season finale, we saw the reunion. Tell me your thoughts.
1: I thought this was a great opening season. Honestly,
0: one of the best first seasons
1: of any franchise. Ever.
0: Ever. I
1: I can't remember a season that really kicked it off like this.
0: The only one to me that might come like Close to having such a like wow first season. Jersey was Jersey. That is the only one (laughs) that I'm like okay because Jersey first season season was was like was lit. I was like what I mean. Teresa was flipping tables. Danielle was like was like a prostitution (laughs) hole. Like it was just like it was a whole (laughs) thing. Right. So I don't know, but I mean Salt Lake City. Like every episode, I was like these girls are bringing it. I mean usually
1: I think what usually happens is they start to film and then the production company that's filming these shows, Mm -hmm. they're like, they're not thinking of them as Real Housewives franchises. And so they're kind of filmed in a way that's like, A little odd and then they get the real housewives treatment second season third season
0: i agree that's what happened with dallas i think because dallas i think the first season was like about to be about charity moms yes in in dallas or something new york Mm -hmm. new
1: york was supposed to be about new york mothers
0: yes yes you know Mm -hmm. and so then it turns into
1: real housewives and they have to kind of spin it um but with salt lake city i think the way that they was filmed is like they started to film and then they pause and then they started again. So we I heard they changed. Didn't they change the production company? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we come into it when they have already started to have like interactions and drama that we don't really see on camera start to play out. So they opened up with drama, like well, right out bang. the gate, you know, mm-hmm. there was issues between Jen and Mary. There was issues between, um, Lisa and Heather,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: you just kind of see like we're already in like we were in it from the very beginning. We were in the
0: thick of it, like episode one. I was like, whoa, whoa! whoa, I think they had a really
1: good like cast of characters, different personalities. They all balance each other as well. I think everybody kind of had allies and people like adversaries that they were like fighting against and yes. uh, the drama didn't seem so contrived it seemed genuine it for seemed real them yeah it wasn't like oh this is petty drama that they're they're concocting it really seemed like these were issues that these women were actually having Yeah. like you know, um, and I really liked all of them. I thought they were all great I, throughout the season. My feelings changed about some people. I think Sha. I think Jen started at the top. Everybody loved her fresh Agreed. out the gate first, like probably four episodes. We all loved her and she really took a nosedive <laughs> and, you know, she turned into a monster and it was just like, Jeez. your behavior is it's
0: unacceptable. Disgusting. It's disgu- like, okay, so here's Jen Shaw. So Jen Shaw, for those who don't know or even care at this point, but Jen Shaw is one of the real housewives of Salt Lake City. She's married to Sharif, who's a college football coach. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because the entire season, I was like, Sharif got a whole other family because he is never here. And right? I, I was like, this man is never here. She's always like, Coach Shaw, Coach Shaw. And I'm like, listen, I know college football is a lot. And to be a coach, I'm sure is a lot, but not enough that you're like never home like it just made absolutely no sense to me but after she kind of just spiraled into this like toddler that was always throwing tantrums I was like no mm-hmm. wonder he's never freaking home because you're crazy like you right. are not you're she's screaming and throwing stuff and crying and and I mean it's madness so very intense how I feel about Jen Shawn. she started off as my fave I know this one is not so much your fave but I do love Lisa. I don't know why, but I have like, I, I have a thing. Either. I don't know. I just like her. I don't, I have no idea. But then I actually did see online somewhere that she like donated to Ted Cruz's 2016 campaign. And you know how I feel about Ted Cruz. So I, I was mean, like, we might have to remake this. That's surprising. And- she <laughs> seems
1: like, yeah, no. She, that I makes was surprised. Perfect sense
0: <laughs> I think I, I, so Meredith, honestly, I think is boring. I think that like, I uh, love Meredith Marks. I think she's and- so boring. I think Brooks is so annoying. I yes, like. Brooks I could have. Du- I could have done like Brooks confessionals. I was like, what are we doing? Like, why? Why is Brooks having his own like moment? <laughs> like, I was very confused about this. I'm like, he literally put out tracksuits, and all of a sudden it's like Brooks. Brooks Marks, and I'm like, I. I mean, I don't know how he's personally. I, I like. I love
1: Meredith. I think Meredith I is can- like. Did she have
0: like a neck spasm during the reunion? I mean, she literally was talking like that. Like I was like, what is wrong with her? I I, I don't, I think she's really boring. Mind you, do I want her off the show next season? No, I think she'll bring it. But I just, I think she was boring. I think that, who are we? Who's, um? wait, was I talking about, wait, pause. Was I talking about Meredith? Meredith Marks is the one with Brooks. And then Heather, got it. So Heather- I, I love Heather, but sometimes I Heather, I'm the jury's out for me on Heather right now. You the jury's out because of I how like Lisa, she Oh how she treated Lisa. And I just thought she was really intense I don't think she
1: treated Lisa any kind of way. Lisa was really, really intense. And I, I thought, thought she was like, like what was Heather like, do to Lisa to deserve that. Heather at this point is like Jen, you've been a bad friend to me, which we've all seen. She's and, awful. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lisa has just blindly backed her, and she's like Heather blind just allegiance like, I don't... to Jen. Yeah, I just don't understand. Heather just basically is just like, I don't understand how you're going to back her with the behavior that she's exhibited. And well, I don't think there's anything I, wrong with that. I'm, I'm, filming I'm, right I ride now, or right? die for Heather. Ride or like, die, Heather. Heather my bitch.
0: Like, I, her I like and her, but I have, mo- I like Whitney. Whitney. I love Whitney. I do. I think Whitney's a little shitster, but I do like Whitney. Of course, but I think her intentions
1: like her. are pure, but I think the producers get in her ear. I think they're like, bring it up.
0: And she's like, okay. Well, I, I will say though that I didn't like. I think like... she will
1: smart up this year. next. I season.
0: hope so and I will say the only thing about her that I was kind of like eh that I was like you probably shouldn't have done that is bring her dad up for her personal storyline because when someone really is struggling with addiction it might seem like in the moment like he was progressing and he was doing great mm-hmm. but imagine once the show starts and he's seeing things and there are some really mean people out there it might spiral and again we don't know if he's relapsed but the reunion she said that she, he's not speaking to her like yeah. they're not talking so that was my only thing that I was like I hope that is a lesson learned that like sometimes with family using that as your personal story with addiction is 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 a struggle it, it, Look, yes. for example I always think back Kim and with, Kyle Kim and Kyle like their story was was Kim's addiction and Kim for like two seasons refused to admit she was an alcoholic meanwhile we're like bitch you are like falling at every party you're just mu- you're like mumbling you're a hot yeah you're a hot mess you're always missing stuff you're late to everything you're out of control so at that point it caused a lot of crap with their family that we just got to see play out on screen right like on tv so that was my only thing but I did like her I think she's cute I think she's I I love her fits I love her little style yeah I I like I do like her I I like like her her. a lot too and I how do you feel about Mary Unpopular opinion, Queen. <laughs> oh God. I swear, we're logging off. I, <laughs> I, we have a friend, Adrian, and I have a mutual friend, and him and Adrian are the only two people I know that like Mary Crosby. I, I think don't she, think that, that, that there's anything crazy. wrong with her. Why? I think I think I'll she play. is a liar. Quickly. I I think she's a liar. Number one, a liar. Yes. I think she during the reunion when Andy was trying to get her to like talk about the stuff with the church and talk about like how you met your husband and talk about what the what was the arrangement and just like be honest. She was talking in circles. She was lying about it. When he asked her about like the 7-Eleven thing, listen, if you said that you don't want to go in 7-Eleven if you see a bunch of black guys and you're a black woman, listen, I don't agree with that, but that's your prerogative. But she was like talking in circles and she and I'm like, can you just be honest? She's just cuckoo for. cocoa puffs I, just I
1: cannot with her. I think that she says things and she doesn't really realize like what she's totally saying and Probably. I think with her and Jen I think she felt like I'm a black woman you're a woman of color like I could say like I might be able to say something that's like a little off kilter to a fellow black person because
0: you get it because Your you're, you're gonna yes.
1: understand it
0: yes yeah and she's she, not
1: she wouldn't have said that to Meredith she sure. wouldn't have said that to Heather, but she she feels like we're not on camera. I'm gonna say like a little, you know, and a Jen little. Jen threw
0: subtle. it out. Jen threw it in her face, and the Jen threw it in thing, her face. Though that I will say that, and I know so many people are so upset about this when Jen brought up like how you know you guys calling me aggressive, and I'm a woman of color, and that's just so like I was like, yo, this, like first of all, Jen, Jen. Shaw is aggressive. <laughs>
1: Jen, you slapped Heather. You put your finger in Whitney's face. You threw glasses at your husband's birthday party you're aggressive
0: you're aggressive and to try to be like I mean and she's 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 Polynesian no yes I think okay so again yeah she's a person of color but to try to be like you guys calling me aggressive and saying that you're scared of me is so harmful because I'm a person of color I'm like no bitch you're aggressive like that's just like 100% what it is like get out of town like she's wild
1: they're not trying to label her in any way that she's not exhibiting and I don't think those conversations about whether she was aggressive or not aggressive started until after she really got aggressive I 100% agree I I don't think it was like that that wasn't a moment of like white woman tears like rearing its ugly head so I just think she was
0: totally off and I completely and she didn't want to take accountability and was trying to put it on them as like you guys that's racist and I was like I don't like that because listen you and I will call a thing a thing, but do not call people racist if you're being aggressive and you're acting wild and crazy and then people are calling you out on it, being like, but I'm a person of color, you can't say that. Don't that stop because they weren't throwing glasses, they weren't going crazy, they weren't screaming and hitting and carrying on. You were doing that, right? Right. So let's call multiple a thing times,
1: a thing. every single time. And it's really because she does not know how to control her anger yep. and she doesn't like she doesn't want to be held accountable for it and we 100%. saw that in the videos that leaked on social media Yeah, season finish where she was screaming at her designer and her assistant mm-hmm. and she was being I mean she even like tried to throw a glass at them
0: and
1: it's just like she was in her home these are her, her people that work for her that's a very hostile work environment and yeah. that's a problem
0: and yeah. and it's probably that was just the one time we've seen it it's probably like this happens that on the, daily the mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: um and the the guy that she was screaming at in the video he did release a statement afterwards saying you know I wasn't going to come forward with this but since the videos are out like yes it is me that she's screaming at and this is the kind of treatment I've had to endure for months and I haven't been even properly compensated for the work that I was doing um in the midst of that and I just think like that's just that's just not the that's way you treat your employees and that's not bad the business. way you treat other people mm-hmm. in general like you they it's one thing to be stern it's one thing to be assertive it's one thing to be even aggressive in business mm-hmm. as the boss
0: but there is no To disrespect people, that's just like a whole. There's just no excuse
1: for you to be screaming, cursing, going off, throwing stuff, your lungs, throwing things. Like, it's just completely inappropriate.
0: Yeah, she's and unacceptable, unacceptable. Like uh, until further notice, for me, Jen Shaw's canceled. So I'm sure she's gonna be back next season because I think think they're already filming. I think they're already filming, so she might be, but maybe she'll leave. I mean, who knows? But for me, I was like, yeah. I mean, it's. I think, would she bring the funk next season, even if she did calm down? I think she would because she's a fiery personality, but I just could, I, I'm, I I think that kind of behavior is just like, what the hell? But I, she's not for me, the worst villain. I think the worst villain is Kenny Moore. I cannot stand her. <laughs> I think Kenya from Real Housewives, we're now switching to Atlanta, is just like an awful, vile human being. Um, so for those of you that didn't watch the Atlanta Bachelorette episode, I mean, I don't even know how to talk about this because it was just raunchy and so intense. <laughs> so Atlanta's not
1: a season that I I watch anymore. I've kind of fallen off of some of the the franchises.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, for,
1: it's because of people like Kenya. I just, I'm just like not interested in seeing them. I want it to be catty. I want it to be interesting, but I just think that when it, it reaches a certain low, it's just past yes, anything that's entertainment. agreed. agreed. And I actually- I don't want to see any woman like tearing down another woman in that way on television, let alone black women. Exactly. Um, yes. And so yes. Atlanta to me is not something I watched, but I did tune in because one of my friends called me, she was like, bitch, <laughs> you need to watch this episode like I need yeah. your thoughts you need to watch so I watched it they were on the trip to where were they South they Carolina? went to
0: Charleston I believe in South yeah. Carolina the and the house was fabulous like
1: I need it it to know really what was. house that is because I need to rent that like that was a fabulous house for a vacation. fabulous.
0: They would. Li- they were in a house on the beach. It was like six, seven bedrooms. It yes, was like three beautiful stores, kitchen, cool
1: yes. backyard. It was like everything. I yes. loved that house. Um, and you know they had a very raunchy dungeon bachelorette party for <laughs> Cynthia for Cynthia. And you know they were all in costumes and naked, and they had below the stripper there to perform for them. And then you see them, you know, having fun. And then it just goes very laugh. Like, you know, we it hear Portia talking out. about like, someone's going to eat my pussy. And,
0: oh, and, Jesus. <laughs> and,
1: you know, where is Bolo and his big thing? And they're cutting the cameras. They send production home
0: they They, like turn the cameras like towards the wall so the cameras wouldn't see but the cameras caught some stuff before and and they didn't close the blinds so you know they can look through the blinds I'm sure
1: so you see them like a couple of the cast members making out with each other dancing on each other Uh, I mean wild dancing on bolo it was just like a very wild night and you know then there was you know conversations the next morning of well i heard three people in a bedroom and they sounded like they were having sex and it was you know and then kenya went on this whole thing of like who was it who was it and it i think all of the women there like there was an agreement we're just not going to talk about we're not going to talk about this in the morning and Mm -hmm. kenya really broke that Mm -hmm. and then i didn't really watch the full episode following that like i saw the beginning of it um but I just, again, I'm, because I don't watch them, I, I just, like, wasn't really interested in, like, <laughs> next things. You're like, who cares? And, Um, <laughs> But the Bachelorette Party, I don't know. I talked to you about it, and I watched it with my mom, and I was scandalized. Like no, it was, I, it was I, scandal. I actually don't understand how they're doing this on TV. Like, yeah, the part that was filmed. Like, they had Cynthia in, like, a sex swing, and- <laughs> they put like a vibrating pan, like yeah. on her, her, her pants. And I just felt like it was very explicit it was, television. It was
0: very explicit. And for me, I was like thinking about other uh, franchises and I'm like, okay, have other franchises done bachelorettes? I think maybe a couple of them have, but then I'm like, have they done one like this? And is it because they just they haven't done one like this or because it just wasn't filmed. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah, just to see the Atlanta housewives be the first to be so explicit and so raunchy, I was like, what is happening? And it was on TV. And I mean it was just, it was, it was really intense for me. I personally was like, this was a lot. But irregardless, I didn't appreciate Kenya and this whole like who did it, who was in the room. Like to me, that's just like she's a miserable, like like Rat and and she just like wants to make everyone's life miserable because she's miserable and her husband's leaving her and she's a disaster. Mm-hmm. I think she's so vile. But I was like, I have to bring that up because it was so raunchy and I'm sure the ratings were like up the roof because everybody oh, was sure. watching that episode. Like, for sure, everyone watched it. Yeah. So, yeah. question of the day for you because I don't really watch the show, but do you watch The Bachelor?
1: I do. I've been watching okay. this season.
0: I don't really watch
1: it normally, but I watch the season because it's the first Black Bachelor.
0: Exactly. So I am only watching it wh- or. Watched past tense because I completely stopped, but I was watching cause I was like, Oh, first black bachelor number one. And then number two, one of my friend's younger sisters was actually a contestant on the show. So okay. I was like, okay, like I got to check my girl and like, see how she's doing. So she made it pretty far. She's actually Lauren, who is the lawyer from Miami. Um, and okay. she, her dad is a pastor. So got she's a, a friend of mine. It's her, her younger sister. So I watched it because I was like, support the home. Team. But then when she went home, I was like, okay, we're done here. Uh-huh. Um, but I just heard something. You have to tell me the tea about the host not hosting anymore. Yes. Like what happened?
1: So it's a whole drama. So oh, geez. let me just like condense it as much as possible. Basically mm-hmm.
0: one of the
1: front runners of the season looks like she is the person that goes home with Matt at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The word on the street is that he doesn't actually propose, but they go, they leave with the, assumption that they're going to date and continue the relationship
0: okay so she had does that normally happen by the way or don't they always propose
1: they usually always propose okay Um, they have the option to not propose and some people have done that in the past but I guess typically it's you know you're here for a proposal yeah so um so she's the front runner and she people found on her Instagram pictures of her at a sorority party that was an Old South antebellum theme.
0: Ooh, and I don't so like that.
1: There was questions of like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, okay, like, this is racist. Were there and like
0: Confederate flags
1: and stuff? There or was, was a just- pic- there was pictures that she liked with Confederate flags of her <gasps> friends. Oh and, God. um, yeah. So that, that was an issue. Mm. She didn't really speak on it for a while and the host came out and was doing an interview with um Rachel Rachel,
0: who's the first black bachelorette
1: Bachelorette. Uh uh-huh and he basically was defending her he's like I don't understand why everyone's picking this girl apart we don't know what her story is she hasn't spoken on it I think we, we should give her a little grace and a little space to be able to explain herself and to see what happens. And Rachel basically was saying, you know, it really doesn't matter what her explanation for this is. This, these are, this is, it has a racist connotation and that's a problem. Um, her association with that is a problem. And so, He basically was like, is it only a problem now in 2021 after last year and the racial uh, uh, place in this country? Or is it was it wasn't it wasn't basically a bad look in 2018 when the pictures were taken.
0: And But now 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 they are. No, he didn't.
1: And Rachel was just like Rachel Lindsay was like, oh, that's how you feel. Okay, Mm -hmm. of course, he drew a lot of criticism for that. And then. There was calls for him to take a step back, take a step down. So the franchise basically said, okay, we're not going to have him host the after the row ceremony, which is like the special after the season's done. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just going to take a little time. He has then gone on to since do an interview, I think with Gail actually. And Michael Gail King. Okay. Okay. And he was basically was like, you know, I was speaking from a place that I shouldn't have. I didn't quite like think through like what I was saying. And like, I spoke out of turn and I apologize and, you know, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Um,
0: the PR response.
1: Yeah. So now they have said that next season, he's going to take a step back um because really everyone is just not letting up they're like this is it's just unacceptable he said what he said and he said it with his whole chest for 15 minutes on extra
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: we know that this whole apology now and his come to jesus moment because he's
0: about to lose his job that's the only reason exactly
1: and so no one's buying it so they're gonna have him step back from hosting next season and they're uh they're going to bring in two other either previous bachelorettes or bachelors to to, to stand in to host. Okay.
0: Um, so that's So I I'm wonder wondering. how it would be if the girl that is involved in all this is the one that he chose.
1: No, it it seems so. It like it really seems like that's the Yikes. girl like, that's what all of the um the blogs, the blogs. Are mm. and you know like she's she's the winner. Apparently again word on the street still right now him and her have broken up since the show has aired. So, even though he might I are mean, well. not together any longer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and she has come over, she's come forward with her own statement. And she's saying she handled it in the way I think best she could have for somebody that was dating a black man because mm-hmm. he has now come forward and to be like, Everybody is right, I haven't spoken on it to this point because there was no excuse and I had nothing to say and you're right. It was racist. You're right. I was in the wrong. You're right. I didn't realize that at the time. And that's, that is my own issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like many other people in this country have to face their own like implicit bias and racist um, affiliations. So do I, and you're absolutely right for your criticism, for your for the hate for the for everything for everything so okay she basically owned it didn't try to take she took all accountability and like she really handled it in a way that i haven't really seen any other
0: white people that white person that has gotten canceled? Yes, they it. they. It's usually like a ring around the rosy, and they don't really. It's not straightforward. It's not like I listen. I did this. I was a part of that. I apologize. I have learned. It. You know, there was a different. Like no, it's always this like song and dance. Right. And, th- and I I'm like, if you thought, just own it, move on. Like you know. I thought her
1: first Agreed. statement was really good. I watched part of her live. I was like, wow, she's handling this well. Um, I think. But again, it's like you know, what, again, I just, the assumption is always that there's some sort of racist background in white
0: people's <laughs> Until like, proven it, otherwise. It doesn't yeah.
1: really shock me. So it's like the
0: calls to like, cancel her it's just like okay it's like and it's like honestly she's not even a celebrity at this point to like cancel her like it's like like I feel like again and this I mean cancel culture is a whole other thing that I actually funnily enough last season I was like oh I'm gonna do an episode on that but now it just seems more prevalent because everyone's like oh cancel culture and I'm like no it's called taking accountability for the shit that you've done wrong it's not cancel culture and right at the same time like you have to be able to admit fault and, and to be able to grow as a person. And if you're just like, oh, I'm going to get canceled. That's not really what it is about. Like there's, there's no. a bigger thing. And I think it kind of leads into like, so many people are so afraid to talk about race, particularly those that are not of color and that mm-hmm. are white and white passing. They don't like talking about it. It makes them feel it's whether it's because they're racist or whether it just makes them feel uncomfortable. So they actually don't like talking about it, but what ends mm-hmm. up happening is that we have, that's our reality every day. We have to live it. So when, mm-hmm. And people are like, you know, it's uncomfortable. You know, I had someone the other day that was like, should I say African-American? Should I say Black? Like, I just don't know. I heard people say Brown. I heard this and I heard that. And it's like, I appreciate you asking that. And like me personally, I'd I, I, I say, I'd say I'm a Black woman. But at the same time, it's like, again, that's our reality that not a lot of people have to deal with, right? Yeah. So I think that, again, cancel culture is a whole other thing. Because I'm like, listen, you weren't canceled. Like, you were canceled for good reason, okay? It wasn't right. for a bad reason. It was for good reason. So- right.
1: I, it's something yeah. I talk about a lot on my podcast as well, because we mm-hmm. talk about celebrities and the drama that they're dealing with a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where it gets thrown around so often and doesn't yes. stick. And so it dilutes what it what the intention of yeah. canceling someone should be. Yeah. Um, and that's just something that society will have to work through.
0: <laughs> They're going to have to work through it, but I don't give a shit. If someone does something crazy, I'm like, you're canceled. Like I literally do not care. Like, right. I, and if I, you're I, not taking accountability for it, especially when it comes to like race or like, you know, misogynist comments or sexism, homophobia, I'm like, no, homophobia transphobia. I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. All you, of can that go. Is just, you can go. Yeah. You're yeah. canceled. So I'm a cancel culture activist. So I don't give a crap, but I, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care. Well, with that being said, tell me some of the new shows to watch actually funnily enough I started watching again Peaky Blinders so I had started watching it like years ago and I got through like half of the first season Uh uh-huh I got sidetracked with a million other things and a million other shows, probably Real Housewives. Um, but uh, I'm back on Peaky Blinders, so I'm finishing that. It is a phenomenal show about this, mm-hmm. like this uh, g- family, and they're like a gang in in England and yeah. um, Birmingham. Like, I mean, fantastic, fantastic show. If anybody wants to watch, but tell me some new shows since I'm not watching the news. Okay. <laughs> I need updates. <laughs> Well, some things that I have been watching.
1: Um we haven't really got into it on my podcast as yet, but these are some some shows that I really enjoy. I'm mm-hmm. actually right now binging The Sopranos. So like I'm not even watching. Oh,
0: I just finished binging that the other day. It's so good.
1: So good. I'm like halfway into season 3, like almost on oh, season 4. I'm just I like love it.
0: So I don't obviously when the show came out, I was probably way too young to watch it so I never watched it, but, and even when I got older and a lot of my friends watched it, I just was, I just was like sex in the city. Like I just wasn't even like on the Sopranos, but I, I watched the entire series the other day and I'm like, this is probably one of the best television shows I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. It really
1: is. And like the, 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 I've, figured it out like last night as I was watching the genius of the show is that there's so much happening and nothing happening like you see them eat meals and you see them like at the grocery store and you see them just like driving in the car they're like you literally are just watching the family like go through the day yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: that's the beauty of the acting the actors are just so phenomenal they bring such life to like just the mundane conversations that they're having with one another. Agreed. I just the show is really, really phenomenal, and all the acclaim that it had when it was when it was new. Oh,
0: I'm like valid because 1, again, valid. when we were younger, and it's like you know James Gandolfini's winning this award, and and Edie Falco and all these people. Yeah, I was like, okay, they must be great in the show. But now when I watched it, I was like, no, 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 like they deserved no. their flowers because Everything. I mean, oh, so so I amazing.
1: Can't so good amazing so good mm-hmm. um so some things that I'm about to start watching uh good girls it's on Netflix is that with and- the mom and the biracial daughter no good girls is with uh Christina Hendricks and Retta I don't know that Do you know is. who Retta is I'm, putting um, it down okay. I'm gonna write it so good girls, it's about these three moms that are struggling financially and they get involved with like a gang and start laundering money. Oh,
0: I love shit like
1: that. <laughs> so <mean>. good. <laughs> so good. The 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 gangster that they get involved with is so hot. <laughs> um they've got like, I think they've got three seasons on Netflix, and the the fourth season is about to start airing on TV this week. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly recommend. The show I mean. is so good. It is funny, it is moving, it is drama, it is everything. And it's the everything guy is we fine, yes, um, oh. love good girls. Another thing that I just finished watching, The Expanse, it's a sci-fi show on Amazon oh, yeah. Prime and it takes place in space. Um, Earth has like colonized Mars and they've kind of like broken off into like a new like colony and so they go to w- war with earth mm-hmm. and you've got like this alien molecule that has like come into the universe and has opened up pathways to to like new universes and mm-hmm. it's just a great show it's so well written the actors are amazing I wholeheartedly like this is one of my favorite shows on tv the expanse is just really? so good it's on prime it's on amazon prime okay. I'll get it's it. got five seasons. And it's just I cannot rec- I recommend it enough. It's just the journey that it takes you on from season to season is just so good. It's like it's and much. yes, it's just <laughs> it's everything. And I'm a sci-fi buff, so I might be you like really a little are. biased. Just as but a, an
0: aside, when we were younger in college, Adriana was like, "Oh my god," because I love Star Trek. I was like, "Bitch," I was like, <laughs> "You're like my mom always watches Star Trek." Yes, I was like, I love I anything like sci-fi, but I haven't I haven't gotten into Star Trek, and I feel like there's a thousand seasons that I couldn't even catch up at this point. Yeah. So it's I haven't lot. even started. Okay, yeah. so I have the expands. That's on my. So next the expands too.
1: for sure, and then third recommendation I'm going to leave you with is called Riviera. It's on AMC. It okay. is starring Julia Stiles, and she I, is like
0: say the last dance, like right. in the club, like dancing. Right horrible dance to get into juilliard (laughs) styles
1: i live i love like why did we think the dance was good
0: i saw a meme about that the other day and i was like (laughs) that dance really was tragic and we were all hyping it up like yes look at our girl getting into juilliard doing the like what what were we thinking (laughs) like what were we thinking Lord have okay me. Anyway. Riviera
1: Julia Stiles she mm-hmm. plays the wife of a very wealthy Russian banker she, okay. they live in Monaco in like this beautiful chateau and he is murdered and she goes on you know she's in she's being investigated about his death and she starts to uncover truth about his his life and his business dealings that she didn't have any clue about and she is also dealing with the aftermath of his kids that he's left behind his ex-wife that is still in the picture oh and gosh. it's just such a good show it's filmed it's beautiful the scenery they're in they're between like Nice and Monaco and all over um the okay. south of France okay and it's just so good i can't recommend it enough i love it they're now in their third season it is airing currently on AMC And the other two seasons are on prime and on demand. And I just, I love that show. It's very underrated. I don't think a lot of people watch it because I don't know anybody outside of my family that does, but it's. Really, really, really good. AMC has I a lot of really good shows.
0: AMC's got good shows. As a matter of fact, I think uh, I could be wrong. Peaky, no, maybe Peaky Blinders with BBC, but AMC, yes, like in general, AMC has AMC a lot is of great, great shows. Of, mm-hmm. of some other
1: shows that they have that are really good are McMafia and The Discovery of Witches. Again, mm-hmm. another sci fi, but really, really, really phenomenal. Into
0: this. I've just been, I've gotten into, um, just again I've always loved Netflix and HBO Max and all these things mm-hmm. but I've been getting into like just more of those shows I watched um uh in her behind her eyes and I oh, was like yes. what the at the end of it the twist everybody should watch it I was not expecting that twist at the end I was no. like oh I'm sorry um and I watched another one that I really liked um uh with uh geez what's her name with Rosamund Pike um oh I care um, a lot I care oh. a lot That was good. At the end of it, I was like, "Mm, I'm here for this movie. I love all of it. Um, so I actually finished watching that too. So yeah, I'm gonna get into some of these shows. I think right now quarantine is seems to be winding down, at least for me, because I'm getting the second dose of vaccine. and I'm gonna yeah, be girl. out in these streets, okay? Girl. I belong to the streets after the second dose, okay? No, you don't understand.
1: <laughs> the other day, my brother was like, "We belong to the streets." I was like, "I belong to the streets so much right now. I am the streets. You like- are
0: in the streets." <laughs> like, I mean, and mind you, I say that I, I will belong to the streets once I'm, you know, fully vaccinated but I'm the biggest liar because I actually in this last year I'm like you know what I actually don't even like people that much I just want to go see my friends and like do things with with Bay and just like see my family and keep it moving like I you really know, don't it's even like so people.
1: funny before this I was like really in the house not even just because of quarantine but because I was just like I'm not interested in going You're out over like, it. I was You're very over good. it yes I am like back like the, the- <laughs> I don't know what has happened to me, but I'm like, I want to be out. I want to meet all the people. I just want to have a good time. And there is just something to be said about like, just taking life by the horns and just having a good time and having fun, enjoying yourself and like, just putting yourself out there. If you're single, put yourself out there. If even if you have like a man or you're in a relationship, like go have some fun. Like you've been in the house yeah. all year, go do some
0: things. Yes. I am. So, I mean, date nights in the beginning, we were doing date nights during quarantine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, but after a while that gets old. Cause you're just like, we're going to do the same thing over and over again, every Friday. I mean, we're in the house, right. we're in the board in the house, in the house board. So right. now I'm like, we can go back to like going out and doing things and doing all these fun stuff together. So I'm really excited about that. Again, I, I implore all of of you please to get the vaccine. I think that it's going to be, um, great when this country is able to, to like fully open up, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be right away, but I think it, the cases are going down, if not going down plateauing in a lot of States because mm-hmm. of the vaccine. Yeah. Um, and because of probably just the vaccine, cause at this point, a lot of States are lifting like the, the mass requirement and all this crap. So it's mostly because of the vaccine, but um, but either way, I, um, thank you so much for coming on. This is thank you episode for one. Me yes. Here. It's always, so if you guys don't realize this is me and Adriana talking on the phone, like this, yep. is just like, this is just talking on the phone or if we would yep. see each other in person. So we hope you enjoyed this culture, uh, roundup, uh, that we had for 2021 so far, um, because 2020 last year was a little bit of a mess, but, uh, but it's okay. We're going to bounce back. We're going to be all right. Um, we're going to be all right so make sure again check out adriana's podcast uh tv and t um it is on it's spotify, it's on uh, spotify anchor FM. apple anchor google yes. amazon
1: it's in a, it's in all the places
0: it's in all the places all the things follow her on instagram at xo adriana alicia mm-hmm. um and uh but i would say twitter but you don't even tweet that much anymore i really right? so don't I would, say, I would say on the instas
1: yeah um follow but- me on
0: instagram Yes, follow her on the instas. Um and if you're not following us here, you can follow us at Chit Chat Connoisseur on Instagram um and on Twitter. Um, our website and all of our podcast links are available at com backslash podcast. You can find the links for us on Amazon Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM. It's all there. Uh, follow me at Hey Alicia Hey on the instas and uh the Facebooks and the Twitters. <laughs> um <laughs> Hey, Alicia. Hey. So follow me there. I would love to connect with all of you. Thank you so much for listening. There is more to come soon. I'm happy to be back. I took a serious hiatus from taping. I needed just a break. It was the world and just everything going on was, was overwhelming. So I just had to like regroup um, a bit. So I'm happy to be back getting in the flow of whoop, things. Whoop. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, So thank you so much, y'all. Peace and love. Love and peace. Bye. Later. Guys. <laughs> For more information on Chit Chat Connoisseur podcast, check out com slash podcast. See you soon.